Welcome to GoodBuddy's Market Pulse Update for 2nd of November 2020. Every Monday, we provide a concise overview of the key themes driving financial markets and investor decisions around the world. We're joined today by Chief Investment Officer Bernard Swords. Good morning, Bernard. Uh, we had a very bad week in markets last week. Can you talk us through the moving parts there? Yes, good morning, everybody. Yes, I suppose uh, there were two, uh, if you like, two negative things that people were featured on, uh, focused on. So uh, top was uh, the spread of the COVID-19 um, and the build-up in number of cases and the build-up in number of hospitalizations uh, over the last two weeks. Um, and not a great deal of sign of it levelling off yet, but uh, that could happen o- over the next couple of weeks. And I guess along with that, um, Pfizer, who were delayed uh, releasing any data on it, so, so that compounded things last week. Then the o- other thing that they're looking at is obviously the US election. Um, there w- was fading chance of any stimulus package being agreed before the election, and that's kind of disappeared now. So that, that sort of filtered through the markets o- o- over the last couple of weeks. Uh, so so it, 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 markets had moved, kind of moved into a consolidation phase anyway, and we've sort of, I'd say, got got to the lower end of the of the band of, the, of that consolidation. But they they were the two things that were were on people's minds over the last couple of weeks. Okay, and despite the tumultuous week, we had some good Q3 earnings announcements. Uh, corporate seem to be holding up well in this environment. Yeah, uh, th- there were some positives over the couple of weeks. The, the biggest one was how the results season has gone, uh, both in the US and in Europe. So in the US, we were expe- you know, the, the results are coming in about 19% ahead of expectations um, at, at an earnings level. Um, and I think in some of the details are even more encouraging. Uh, so if we take the median company that has uh, announced results, like their earnings are now up year on year, and not only are their earnings, Earnings up year on year, their sales are up year on year. Uh, so that's despite the uh, economic output, whether that's in the US or globally, been well below where we were uh, a, a year ago. Uh, corporates are actually doing better than they were a year ago if we look at the median one. So that's uh, extremely encouraging uh, as to how corporates have uh, managed themselves through the, through the type of recession that we've had uh, this year. In, in Europe, the beat is uh, kind of similar, but we've less less figures to deal with. Uh, so uh, that was a very encouraging thing uh, over the last couple of weeks. And the results, results have been improving as we've gone through, that, uh, gone through that reporting season. And I suppose the other positive that has been around over the last couple of weeks is data out from Asia and not just China, but China would be the biggest one. And there we've seen um, a continual move back towards normality. Uh, so they're seeing uh, activity levels back uh, to where they were in sort of January, February time. Uh, so th- there have been encouraging things uh, there that um, show both corporates and, and economies handling the, the, the situation quite well. So you mentioned the US uh, election earlier. I suppose all eyes will be on the US this week. Can, can you just talk to us a little bit about what, what is expected and, and I suppose what will be good and indeed what is the worst case scenario in terms of markets? <laughs> yeah, uh, yes, uh, the, uh, the US election will become the main talking point now as we travel through the rest of uh, travel, uh, travel through Wednesday onwards and on into next week. Uh, so at the moment, the probabilities and the polls are indicating uh, what they call a democratic sweep. So that's Democrat in the White House, a Democratic Senate and a Democratic House of Representatives. Um, and that, that would be quite a good outcome uh, for financial markets markets. Um, what would d- disturb them, I would say, is that we'd have a Democrat in the White House 
a Republican Senate and a Democratic Congress, um, and that delays the the, the cha- delays and uh, affects the size of a fiscal package. And that's really what we want to what, what we want to get out of uh, the U.S. election is uh, a, a fiscal package large as large as possible and as quickly as possible, um, and sweeps either way would uh, would do that. What would delay that most is, as I say, a Democrat in the White House and then a fight within Congress between the Republicans and the Democrats. Um, now, we'll be having our, as you know, we'll be having our uh, webinar on uh, Wednesday morning to go through uh, what what we've gleaned from the results at that stage, whether we have a final result or not. Uh, so we will go through all, all, all of it in great detail when we have when we have more information, we have some information. Um, uh, but for us, the key thing is, well, what happens in that Congress? Do we have a split Congress or do we have a united Congress? It's great, Bernard. So that session is 10 a.m. on on Wednesday morning, so look forward to that. So that concludes this week's episode of Market Pulse. For further news and analysis on markets, financial planning and investments, please go to gubbly.ie forward slash insights. Thank you.